We got some great new female characters. To have this new blood in the bunkhouse and to have these new actors. We're gasoline on their fire. Hey! That energy is evolving the characters and certainly in the relationships. There were a million things that made me want to be on this show. What's your name? Tyler. What's that? Teeter is a character that you just can't prepare for. She has the role of the season in my mind. The first day, man, she knocked it out of the park. I was a big fan of Taylor. He's really got his finger on the pulse of something that's deeply American. Jennifer. What's up? How are you? I'm fine. Turn your video on. <laughs> oh, I'm really good at technology. Me too. There she I'm is. About it. How's it going? is going really well. Now I'm talking to you. I'm so thrilled to speak to you this morning. Yeah, and I'm thrilled to speak to you too. I mean, besides the fact that I was looking forward to this interview, you know, with uh, quarantine, yeah. I'm thrilled to see a person. Oh yeah, me too. I've been locked up for five months, but I went on vacation, believe it or not, uh, last week to uh, Yellowstone, my first time to Yellowstone. A buddy of mine, Tony Toscano, his family has a cabin up there. So I went fishing, I went to Old Faithful, and I'm telling you, the when you watch the TV show, it doesn't do yeah. it just to see it in person. I mean, the entire trip, I thought I was on the Dutton Ranch, you know? It's, I lived up just 40 miles north of Yellowstone National Park back in like 2000, I don't know, 13. I went through like an early midlife crisis. I went through like a quarter life crisis and went for like a walkabout. And I ended up on a ranch um, down in Paradise Valley and... I think I thought I was hallucinating when I went to Yellowstone National Park for the first time. Well, growing up in Las Vegas my whole life, you know, go to the Mojave Desert to something at Yellowstone, it just, I was totally shocked. It was beautiful. I can see how people love living around there or living that lifestyle, so. It's, yeah, it's, un, it's, it's unbelievable. It's, I always feel like I'm going to get it in trouble when I say this, but Montana is my favorite state. Oh. Sorry, California. I agree with you too. California, I love too. Yeah. I have to start, I interviewed Christopher a few years ago for Zombies, you know, the Scouts Guide to the Zombie Apocalypse. And I'm going to tell him, like, I'm going to tell you how much your dad meant to me growing up. You know, I'm Generation X, so I was 10 years old. I never missed Little House on the Prairie. I never missed Highway to Heaven. I even went opening weekend to see Samson. You know, I remember- oh. No way. I remember that vividly, you know, so I'm a Michael Landon fanatic. I was too young for Bonanza, caught that later, but I, I there was not well. a, there's not a childhood memory without having Michael Landon in it. So, and I understand you were in Highway to Heaven when you were five years old too? Yeah, I was in Highway to Heaven when I was five. I think Little House was done by the time I was born. Um, and I watched Highway while he was alive, but after he died when I was seven, Little House was, oh, I'm gonna get emotional, ooh, hello. <laughs> Um, it was on in the morning, so I would, you know, watch it before school. I even threatened to run away to Walnut Grove when I was a kid. You know, my mom, you know, I'm like, I'm going to Walnut Grove. And it's, it's so funny. <laughs> I had never seen the pilot of that show. And right before, like, I started working on Yellowstone last season, um, I was like, I should make sure I watch all of Little House on the Prairie. The fact that I haven't seen Bonanza is a separate issue. <laughs> um, but I was like, I should make sure I've seen, I watch all of it. And so I watched the pilot. And like Walnut Grove is nowhere to be found. It's just this like two hour, like buggy, whack, like buggy wagon show. And I was like, you know, Walnut Grove really is where that thing comes to life. 
and I'll admit it here one time only that I just bawled my eyes out when they blew up the town, you know, and I forget that actor who, who was with the railroad who bought Walnut Grove because he just, he, I just was like so upset that it, the show ended with Walnut Grove being demolitioned. I told, I think, yeah, I was very upset by that and I was so young. I couldn't really understand it. And if I'm not mistaken, um, well, I know this for a fact, one of my dad's favorite movies was Blazing Saddles. Um, I'm pretty sure in Blazing Saddles, they blow up the town too. They do. They absolutely yeah. do. Yeah. <laughs> so I remember that being tied in. Yeah. That was like, my dad sat me down at like six years old to show me my left foot and Blazing Saddles. <laughs> what? Two completely different movies. <laughs> but also like, neither of which, like, you'd be like, the six-year-old will get it. You know, it's funny, real quick, and we'll get, we'll get to Yellowstone here. Uh, Jim Carrey, in his early days of stand-up, he would do facial expressions. And if you go on YouTube, he would do Michael Landon trying to smile. And it was just hysterical. It's, it's, it's so accurate. It was like, it is like, um, it's like a marathon of a smile. Well, I see the smile today, so. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah, we have, we do have some oddly similar, um, facial muscle um, movements that kind of weird even me out. Well, Jennifer, we're here to talk about Yellowstone and uh, we have two episodes left for season three and we all know what happened to Teeter and Colby at the river. You know, I can't stand Wade. So it must be frustrating for you to hold the outcome of that attack. And I don't expect you, of course, to, to give any spoilers, but uh, mm -hmm. I mean, that nobody's expecting that scene. They really weren't. Uh, no, um, I wasn't expecting that scene uh, as an actor. Uh, so reading that, uh, reading that was shocking. And then um, shooting it was shocking too. It was, uh, but I loved it. I loved yeah. it. Well, Teeter and Colby were so vulnerable. I mean, naked in a river. I mean, you can't get more exposed than that. No, you really, you can't. You can't get more cold than that either. Um, but yeah, it, it's interesting. I was talking about I was talking about it yesterday because I stay in contact with a lot of folks from the show. So, um, just talking about how oddly uninhibited I felt, I guess, because there's no inhibition for Teeter. Teeter's like, this is my birthday suit. Um, it's as I was made. Yeah, the clothes were off on the way down the river, like in two seconds. Oh, yeah. She, uh, basically, episode one through seven of Yellowstone um, are... Sorry about the beeping. I don't know how to turn that off on my computer. Basically, episode one through seven is just all... Is just Teeter trying to take her clothes off. So in eight, when she got the go-ahead. And so fans are so uneasy about the attack. I mean, the internet is on fire. Not, not alone the outcome, but just up in arms about it happening. Yeah. Um, I, you know, which is, which makes me, you know, feel so great. And I, I mean, I, I, I love Teeter so much. I mean, when I first read, you know, the two page audition, I just, I have, you know, she, she holds a real special place in my heart. And for an actor to join an established series, let alone Yellowstone, this sensation right now, uh, just her debut appearance it's impossible for you to, in an ensemble like that, to get so much attention and stealing the limelight. How has that uh, affected you? Because even the cast adore you. It's, um, well, I've turned into just an awful egomaniac. Um, I'm just a horrible person now. Uh, it's really overwhelming. I'm, I'm very dis, I'm oddly like very disconnected from that because that's like the, 
that's a lot of information that goes out there, you know? So it's not a lot of stuff that makes it my way. So I just, I just know like on a personal level, um, that the relationships that I have with the actors, um, and the creators are, they're, they're just wonderful. And, uh, I haven't been on a show where a fan base has been like this, you know, soap fans are really supportive. Um, and I actually didn't realize how much I missed that, how, you know, as an actor, so much of what you do feels like it's like going into a vacuum. Um, so to see like people really get joy or rage or whatever it is, uh, it's just great. It makes you kind of remember why you do what you do. And coming from the world of soap operas, Yellowstone's basically the same format. It's a melodrama, right? But with horses. <laughs> you, you said it, I didn't. I mean, I always say, mean it as a compliment, but it is what I say. I'm like, it is, you know, the most in my opinion, elevated artful, you know, one day I'll turn off those beeps. Um, it is in so many, you know, I, I love soaps, but it is, you know, the fact that there are so many characters, that there's so many storylines, the way they weave together. Um, it's, yeah, it's just, it's, it, it is in so many ways, totally. And how did the script describe Teeter? Just say ugly and mean or, and how did you bring your own to the character? Because it did, probably didn't say, because no one can understand a damn word you're saying on the show. And I think that's hysterical. So what did it say in the script versus what you interpreted? You know, if I did any interpretation, it is still unknown to me. I really did exactly what Taylor said. Um, it is written phonetically. So there's really no, there's not a lot of room for negotiation. And um, we played around with how strong the accent would be. I was afraid, so I kept pulling it back and they were like, lean in. Um, Taylor called me after I got the job. Um, I thought I tanked the audition, um, but Taylor called me after I got it. And he told me it was a composite of somebody he knew. Um, and the character from Usual Suspects that mumbles throughout the whole film and you never really understand what he says. Um, but I really I mean, Taylor writes everything so musically. I really just do what's on the page. That being said, uh, it was not in the sides. I had no scripts, but I knew that Teeter was going to be involved with Colby. I knew it. And um, I think it's weird. There have been things where Taylor's imagination and my imagination seem to be in some kind of unspoken simpatico, um, which usually means it's the right fit. And, and take me... Take me through the scene uh, fighting the biker gang. That was so exciting, you know, and you got your moment right there. You got a clock in the face, you know, and I'm sure the actors were cool too, but they sure looked the part. They, I mean, the casting's incredible. John Papsidera, um, I bowed down to him because he's given me my two coolest jobs. Uh, I owe him a lot of alcohol. Um, that was my favorite day. I think, uh, I think that was my favorite day on set and uh, Jason, Rodriguez J-Rod is just such a great stunt coordinator. It was amazing how fast we learned that. And actually a few days ago, I found out um, that those fight moves that I did between, you know, there was the arm bite and the body slam. They were based on a fight that Taylor had seen with this girl that Teeter is based on. Um, so move for move, uh, that's where those came from. That's some cert that's some good research right there for a character, huh? <laughs> it's awesome. I uh, I have not I have not met her. I didn't know that she was available for 
me to meet at the time. Um, one day, I hope, just for fun. And Teeter doesn't wear a cowboy hat, just a ball cap. What's up with that? Is that a uh, decision? Whose decision was that? I wore, I wore a baseball cap in to audition. Um, and so, yeah, Taylor was like, the baseball cap, everything is perfect. Uh, it's just what I saw. I looked online a lot. Um, I know the idea of a cowboy is a cowboy hat and all of that. But when I was really doing research on probably the life that Teeter lived and where she came from, she's, she's wearing a baseball cap. I interviewed uh, Denim Richards last week, and he had nothing but great things to say about you. And you guys have great chemistry together. So unfortunately, you know, we're left on a cliffhanger with your guys' demise, maybe, or future. It, it was an awful way to end it. But he had really nice things to say about you. He's, an, he's just an angel and uh, just such an awesome guy. I mean, not only as an actor, but just what he strives for in his life and the discipline he has. And... Um, you know, there was a lot of stuff that could make either one of us uncomfortable shooting some of these scenes. I mean, I'm basically sexually harassing him. Um, so, you know, we definitely had conversations like, I'm like, you know, it's kind of role the gender role reversal where I'm like, are, are you okay with this? Um, he's just a gentleman and a lovely guy. And uh, yeah, I adore him. And do you have a favorite bunkhouse story? Because you, you can't be around all those guys you know, 12 hours a day and not come with a favorite story from the bunkhouse, which by the way, you guys are turning upside down on the show, by the way. Yeah, it's a, uh, so you mean like while we're on set or like off yeah. set? I mean, just something that happened and you're like, oh, or, you know, did you learn how to rope or, you know, go to horse boot camp or it's just oh, something. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, yeah, for the, the roping, we, we totally did. Roping and horse riding. There was a lot of, one day I will post the videos of me practicing my rope in my hotel room from last season with a lot of beeps because there's a, a lot of expletives. Um, yeah, roping and cowboy camp. I mean, there's some other stories, but I don't know if we can. <laughs> Save them for next time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, let me get my brain in order around those and figure out what I can say. And finally today, tell me about meeting the big man himself. I'm sure you've met Kevin Costner. Tell me about that encounter and how, how, how happy is he with your character on Yellowstone? Because I assume other than Taylor, the buck stops with him. I, uh, you know, I hope he likes Teeter. I have no idea. Um, you know, we saw each other, you know, we see each other early on. And when we go to work, we go to work. Um, he's just so awesome. I mean, my embarrassing story is that the, my first day shooting with him was the rooftop scene and um of course for that that rooftop was so high so my wonderful stunt double lindy gorham got on top of there um and then we shot all my stuff you know from a roof that's like six feet off the ground and we saved my stuff for the end of the day and they're about to do like all my coverage as i talk to like bean bags with names written on them to be the different people and uh so no actors are needed and he's walking off to get in the car and i'm really like nervous around him and he he looks at me far off and he goes, gives me a thumbs up, you know, like Catherine Hepburn did that to like Jane Fonda and like on Golden Pond. And instead of looking back at him and being like, thanks, man, I like panicked and I started like doing this weird gyrating dance on the roof and like sticking my tongue out. And I just saw him be like, why? And then he got in his car and left. So it's well, good. 
he's an intense guy. I've interviewed him over the years. And even for season two, I was in LA and I was nervous, you know, because uh, he's, he's, he comes across as a very intense person. So I guess unless you know him like you do, where he can have a good time, but uh, he just, it seems like he's just thinking all the time. Well, he is because he's like, you know, he's acting and like maybe creating some other movie in his mind at the same time, but he is mellow. He does keep a mellow um, the, when he would hang out, you know, uh, in between takes as we would go, he's really mellow. He, he's a great storyteller. You know, it's our own, it's our own nerves. Cause we're like, he's Robin Hood. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. This has been a total thrill. I know you're a big fan favorite on Facebook, on Twitter. So uh, congratulations. Can't thank see you. what happens to Tweeter. You know, teeter. Tweeter. Teeter. We can call her, we can call her Tweeter. Oh. Or you can call her Teeter Tot. Well, thank you again. And uh, we'll talk again soon. Okay, Jennifer? Right. Bye. Take care.